following program presents principles designed to promote good health and is not intended to take the place of personalised professional care. The opinions and ideas expressed are those of the speakers. Viewers are encouraged to draw their own conclusions about the information presented. Welcome to Healthy Living. I'm your host, Margot Marshall. According to the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners, there are two factors that determine how long men live. They say that genes account for 25%, but the other 75% has to do with modifiable risk factors, the things that each man can do something about. And today I'll be talking to a man who did do something about his modifiable risk factors and reversed his diabetes. Stay tuned. Healthy Living is a production of 3ABN Australia Television, focusing on the health of the whole person, body, mind and spirit. You'll learn natural lifestyle principles with practical health solutions for overall good health. Diabetes is recognised as the world's fastest growing chronic condition. It caused 1.5 million deaths globally in 2013. Half of the people who have diabetes don't realise they have it. And did you know the risk of a heart attack for people with diabetes is the same as someone who's already had a heart attack? Accompanying our guest today, who has reversed his diabetes, is his general practitioner, Dr. Coralia Jigo. Welcome to both of you, Dr. Jigo, lovely to have you, you with us. And Alan, thank you for coming thank and sharing you your story us. and how it is that you've been able to reverse your diabetes with those modifiable risk factors. You can be able to tell us what they are and how, how well that worked for you. Well, it's, it's a work in progress. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether I'm fully yet the reverse completely, but it's a ongoing work in progress, sure. but certainly I was diagnosed with diabetes uh, 19 years ago. Wow. And uh, as a nurse, as a registered nurse, at that point, I felt my whole world was closing in, you know. Suddenly, I was anticipating the worst, and I was looking at amputations, and I was thinking of heart problems, and I was thinking of visions, and all kind of the complications that can come up with diabetes. I was thinking of the worst. And I was very, very worried about it and very concerned. And uh, I thought that's the end of me. You know, for the rest of my life now, I'm going to be on medications and eventually insulin, and that will be it. Because my understanding and our generally understanding at that time, diabetes is a disease for life. You've got it, and that's it. There's nothing we can do about it, you know. But today we know better. Fortunately, we know that uh, it is reversible, it is manageable, and can be controlled very well with a good lifestyle, you know. And as you mentioned, the, the, uh, the uh, gene factor, my dad had diabetes, and uh, I thought, just, there's nothing I can do about it, it's my gene. So I inherited it, and that's it, I have to live with it. And I will be on medication, and eventually will be on insulin. But uh, fortunately, uh, with our health message, and we know that we can do something about it. Tell it us this health message. You, you refer to a health message. What does that entail? Well, at first, I, I started, uh, the, was first introduced with the CHIP program. Uh, 
All right. Uh, if years and what does back, that stand for? Chip is not the hot potato chip. <laughs> <laughs> the complete it's, health yeah, improvement. Yeah, the complete program. health improvement program okay, was so. I was introduced to, and that uh, gave me a lot of information and knowledge, empowered me to to do something about it. But uh, unfortunately, it was quite a few years down the track after I had been oh, okay. on medication mm. for quite a while. And uh, two years after my diagnosis of diabetes, I had my first stent put in, you know. So the damage is done even what now we call pre-diabetic syndrome, you know, right. the preclinical syndrome there, where no, no test will identify you've got diabetes or confirm diabetes mm -hmm. yet, but it's there, there and the damage is being done in your body. Mm -hmm. And it's happening. And you know now before the people are diagnosed with diabetes, it's taking up to five years to progress to diabetes. Right. And when they have um, glucose intolerance, mm. they already have 10%, they already have damage, uh, damage to their retina and 15% uh, damage to their kidney. Mm. So diabetes is a long progressing disease. So before you diagnose, it is a lot of damage That's right. done. That's right. And, and, and uh, now these sort of lights, uh, that's n these knowledge are there, uh, w which we, you know, 20, 30 years ago, we didn't know. And I, I personally thought there was nothing I could do about it. Did you tell, you told me about your lifestyle, about how you used to have your tea, because lifestyle is one contributor. Diabetes is, most of diabetes is due to the lifestyle, that's type right. 2 diabetes I'm talking about. And lifestyle will do it lifestyle will reverse it exactly so you told me about your yeah i mean type I, I'm, I'm originally from mauritius and you know we, that's, we a, that's a beautiful place i stayed at mauritius briefly. thank you i think so and well, um, I think so there's too. a beautiful uh, what are those lilies um beautiful flowers anyway yeah acres of them yeah. acres and my dad actually brought some back home and one of them was the size of a dinner plate yeah oh yeah 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 so. the, the, the the we we one of our was was uh, for a long time was sugar sugarcane was the main production and so we Mauritian love our sugar and uh, our our my mum used to make the tea for everybody in a big pot and uh, the sugar, the milk and everything is put in there for everyone. So there's no such thing as how many sugar do you want or do you have one or two sugar for you? So when I, when I left and went to do my studies in England, I, I had no idea how much sugar I needed in a cup of tea to make it to, the, to my liking. And I discovered that uh, to make it to my taste, I needed to put six teaspoonful. Oh. Of sugar. My in. sister had a had a saying when we were young. She'd say sugar is to and sweeten. Tell the story with your colleagues. Well, my first, my first. I, I didn't tell. You know, she said sugar is to sweeten, not to thicken. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> my first time I was in in the ward, and that's that morning on 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 duty. I remember uh, the night staff has made the tray of tea for everyone, and was going around and say sh sh tea for you. Yes, sugar. Yes, white. Whatever. And I uh, come my turn, she asked me, how do you like your, sugar, your tea? And I say, oh, six, please. And the whole choir of the staff there as in unison, six? <laughs> they went in. And I was uh, so embarrassed, I didn't know where to hide. So that peer pressure immediately reduced my intake of sugar. Wow. I dropped from six to three. Three was the sort of, uh, wouldn't raise too much of an eyebrow. 
So people will accept that, tolerate that. So I was okay with three. So I, I, I adapted to three. Until you met your... Until I met my wife. My wife said, no, three is too much. And she dropped me down to two or one. When she makes my cup of tea, it was one tea sugar, one teaspoonful. But, uh, you know, later, when I'm making it, I'll put two. So, but when the moment I was diagnosed, immediately, the very same day, I cut out sugar. Okay. To but zero. Isn't it uh, interesting that it has to take a wake-up call exactly. for us to do something? And it's a shame. It is unfortunate. It's a shame because like doctor was saying, the damage is taking place over years and the damage is done by the time we get that diagnosis. That's right. So yeah. I'm just hoping that people tuning in don't find it too challenging or too hard to make some of the changes that you're hearing about on these programs because the silent damage is happening. And... I find the food beautiful. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very much loving the beautiful fruits and veggies and that's and right. Whole grains. And, and and we don't need to have that amount of sugar okay. in our in our diet. You know? But the sugar in fruit is completely different. That's right. You can have yeah. as much sugar in, because that sugar is bound with fiber and do amazing plants polyphenols which keep it in control. It's not just rising up stride mm. when you eat it. Comparing with the sugar cane, sugar cane it's it's not supposed to be consumed. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't no. matter if you did because you'd have to eat a metre of it to get two teaspoons. That's right. <laughs> you'd have That's a lot of chewing. That's the refined sugar we're talking about, <laughs> yeah. that refined processed yeah. sugar. And so many years since his childhood, he was having challenges. His blood sugar level was high and was high. Have you noticed something special about um, Alan? He is not obese. Right. Most of the people who have diabetes, they are overweight or obese. Mm. He is not. Yeah. But do you know, he have his family history, father with the diabetes, and these epigenetic changes with constant blood sugar, high blood sugar level. High blood sugar level is toxic. It's toxic to the pancreas. We know it's one of the causes which the pancreas cells are dying as well as high fat, high saturated fat level, it's another causing of dying of the... So as you reverse this, your body stops for a while and it starts repairing your pancreas. That's fantastic. Mm. Isn't that an amazing thing? This, this disease reversal starts with the organs mm. and the cells of the body. They're being renewed mm. and they're being renewed by the food that we eat. You, know, you right. hear the saying, we are what we eat. We are. We yeah, literally right. are because yeah. as we sit here, our body cells are being replaced by what we had for our last meal and, and the ones right. before. So it? think was about it? that. What was, was it? it? Aristotle we go who in, said, yeah. let thy food be thy medicine, yes. thy medicine be thy food, mm. you know? And we are what we eat, and uh, our health and our lifestyle will determine our, our health. Actually, yes. there have uh, been some study where they've taken biopsy from your uh, fat, and they tell you, they will tell you what type of fat you have eaten. It is their fish, or if it's their... Mm. Yeah, whatever. it's fascinating. Animal. Whatever animal or whatever it came yeah, from, like it, eating, it is just going. Okay. And it's interesting, isn't it, when the Bible says, leave the fat out, don't eat Fascinating. Fat. We do don't have eat. a Bible test which is telling us clearly we should not eat fat in yeah. Leviticus That's 7, right. I think. Leave fat alone. It said, do not eat fat of mm. ox. Of and blood. 
and do not eat blood. And, and, and we, yet all meat has blood yeah, in it. And we do not consider eating fat. I mean, when you eat meat, you have fat as well That's as right. blood. Because it's all through it. It's not just the external. Mm. The, mm-hmm. yeah. But no, that, that advice that the good Lord gave to our first parents is standing in very, very good stead. You know, he, basically right out right at the beginning, he told us what to eat and it was all of those beautiful plant foods that he'd created in abundance. And now the World Health Organization has seen the light on that. And I was looking at their website and came across their healthy diet fact sheet, number 394, if, if anyone wants to look that up. And it lists them there. There we go. Fruits, vegetables, legumes, nuts and whole unprocessed grains. And there it is from the World Health Organization. So right. it's, it's, not, it's very up to date, but it's, it's ancient. It was there from the beginning. And mm. uh, when people eat like that, they get all the beautiful benefits. And when they don't eat like that, but they begin to, they can get a, some recovery. And I'm glad that you've been able to do that. Looks like we've gone full circle. <laughs> we've gone back to where we started mm. from Eden. You know, mm. we, we thought development and everything, we had all this processed food and we'll make life easier, we'll make life more comfortable for us. And we find that they are not. They are making our life more complicated and bring us more complication, disease and all kind of things. And now we're going back to full circle and say, what, we, back to eating like diet, that plant is the way to go. A plant-based diet is the healthy one. Most of the foods in the supermarket weren't there few decades ago. They're making more and more and more. And they're not brand new kinds of fruit or vegetable. They've just things that they've done more and more things to. They've taken out a lot of the good stuff. They've added a lot of things in with numbers on them that we don't know too much about usually. Mm. And it's not not at all helpful. And actually, the foods that have been interfered with in this way, and I'm not just talking genetically engineered, I'm talking about the highly processed, where they've been stripped of their goodness and uh, added things in that are not so good, usually fat, sugar and salt, plus others. Uh, That's what's really doing most of the damage. Um, And certainly the animal products are not good either. It is just a lack of plants, polyphenols, because we've been designed to eat them. Yes. And we just discover now thousands of substance yes. in the leaf of spinach, yeah. which we don't know how they are working. No. We do not know, and but they are needed for our body. And the latest research in gut, uh, in gut it's showing, we have on our, in our intestine, gut recept, in gut, we have receptors for plants polyphenols. We discovered until now 28 receptors from plants which are there in the gut. We have in our gut receptors from uh, bitterness, 26 of them. We don't know what they are doing there. Mm. But there are 26 types of receptors for bitterness in our gut without knowing what they are doing there. So the science is progressing, so we're starting discovering. It's like in opening your eyes, wow. What is this doing there? Mm. Definitely that bitter receptors, they are doing something. We do have receptors from sweet, not only in our mouth as we expected it. Yeah, what was the most uh, fascinating is we have uh, receptors from smell, ophthalmic mm. receptor, we have it in our gut. So what are they doing there? We don't know, 
the following science will, will, will find out. Mm -hmm. So it's fascinating when we eat on God's formula. That's what my, husband, my, my patient asked. Uh, why, why do you change? I said, this is God's formula. And God's formula mm -hmm. is the best formula which you ever have. Yes. And, and those um, thousands of phytochemicals that are in every single plant food has phytochemicals. Yeah. Every single plant food. And there's thousands of them, and they work like an orchestra. Mm. And if we want them to play beautiful music, we need to have all of the members of the orchestra there, Correct. not stripped out and look for the magic bullet, you know, um, because they just work together in ways that we don't understand. Yeah. I'll just tell you this, if I may, because it's a good illustration. Some years ago, I went to hear the Messiah at a, a, a church in a country town, and they had a small choir, and, you know, they only had four instruments Mm. Oh, my goodness. I was wishing I wasn't there because it had a harpsichord and a violin and a trumpet. And I just can't remember what the other one was. And you cannot play an orchestral piece with those few instruments. And not only that, but sometimes a couple of them weren't needed. It, yeah. was, it was just not a nice experience. But this is a little illustration of what it's like. The phytochemicals, the thousands of them they've discovered, they work together in ways that we don't know and probably never will, but they do it all by themselves. Yeah. And so whole foods, holistic approach. whole foods are really, really And important. I think this is, this is also the problem when we get sick, we get diabetes, we say, okay, it's a blood sugar issue. And we try to address just the blood issue, blood sugar level. Yeah. And, but uh, we're, we're neglecting other areas, yeah, well, which is a whole complication there. We yeah. are looking so simplistically to this. And yeah. I remember it was about 12 years ago when I went to a medical conference and uh, they were talking about the implication of kidney and diabetes. I said, what? So diabetes has to do with the blood sugar and with the liver mm -hmm. and with the muscle and with the um, pancreas. No, no, no. When you have diabetes, actually your kidney, instead of excreting enough, uh, um, it is uh, uh, keeping much more glucose inside mm. your body. You don't need this. Mm. You need the... You, you have already too much. So kidney is damaged. Your intestine is damaged. Some hormones there which are supposed to keep the blood sugar in control. Your brain is not working up. In the liver, the main player in the pancreas is the liver. And it's a fatty liver. When you have a fatty liver, that liver cannot work properly and it is destroying the pancreas. And so, so most of the people who have diabetes, they have uh, um, fatty liver liver steatosis and when as you fix the problem your diabetes will fix mm. and how do you fix a fatty liver with the diet and with exercise mm. but what was interesting with you it was because you had in 2004 your first stent and you did not at that stage you was not fully aware of the dangers or fully aware you have to do something you can control it's not happening again and it happened the second time in 2008 when right. you have your second stand when your eyes was open and after that you came and, and saw that's me that's right that's correct yeah and and, and it, it shows that even as 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 a health practitioner you know our knowledge was so limited. I thought I was doing the right thing, but uh, I cut out the sugar, and I thought that would do it. 
cut out the sugar. And but now we understand it's not just the sugar, carbohydrate and fat you and all kind of the exercise, the fiber needed. Yeah, when you're it's talking about the carbohydrates, you're talking about the refined ones, not the the whole the whole grains and and that sort. That's of, right. That's right. They're, they're very, the refined carbs, you know, the white stuff mm. and yeah, the rice and the pasta and things like that. You know. Mm-hmm. And what did you find recently? You told me you you have seen. Uh, somebody regarding micronutrients because we know in diabetes there is a big deficient of micronutrients especially chromium vanadium and manganese and what you have done about this the magnesium you uh, told me uh, yeah well i i i found that uh, we eat we eat a lot of stuff that we we that are deficient like dr coralia was talking about she now has a ability to check and blood tests and find the deficiencies in various different areas in our vitamins and micronutrients deficiency and able to adjust these, you know? Is that what you're talking about? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I, I said you, you start taking micronutrients from your USANA. You, you have, a, yeah. and you find out you are getting better. Uh, and, yeah. I, 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 I started using, and I, when I was looking at this, I started reading a lot more about micronutrients, how it impacts with our blood sugar. And I discovered chromium, for example, was one very important ingredient was missing in our diet, and uh, we don't have it enough in our diet. And that interferes with the blood sugar metabolism of yeah. blood sugar, you know? Yeah, but God did not design us to take tablets and micronutrients. Right. He designed to eat our greens. These are micronutrients with are in tiny amounts in our food, in our greens. So again, we go to the design. Mm. If we eat accordingly to the design, yeah, our body will heal. We'll have the, the substrate to be able to, the healing to, to mm. happen. Mm. And, and these micronutrients are available freely to us. That's right. You know, yeah. they're available freely mm-hmm. if only we, we, we tap into them and absorb them, let our body do the job, do the, the, the processing of it, you know. Yeah, so you've been enjoying your whole food plant-based diet, um, Alan? Very much so. It's, when I was introduced to the CHIP program a few years back and uh, embraced that more holistically because I was not plant, on plant-based uh, as such at all until recently only. And uh, then I have felt the difference mm-hmm. and the, the difference has been enormous in my health and my blood sugar and my whole, whole health approach. Uh, it's not just one specific area only. You know, when, and I think some of our previous uh, uh, friends have been sharing how we can see a, a whole changes in many different facets of our life when our health is addressed properly. That's right. And we've been noticing as we've talked to the different patients that you've brought with you for this little series, uh, Dr. Jigal, uh, that... What works for you with your diabetes and your heart is working for someone else with their kidneys and with their liver. And it, it's one size fits all, basically. That, that diet that the good Lord gave to our first parents works for a whole body, a mind. Mm. Because did you know you said our body is 25 our genes and 75 the environment. And what is actually the environment? It's the food which you eat, it's your water which you eat, it's your, if you see your sun, if you drink, it's a, if, you, if you stay in the sun or not, if you exercise or not, the amount of stress which you have. So all of these are lifestyle. That's right. All, That's of, right. These all of these we have a power to address. Mm. So 
we cannot address, if you have a gene is not a, uh, which is um, making you a predisposition from a disease, it's not a death sentence. No. Because that gene can stay there without being activated. But if you'll work and if you'll have the same lifestyle like your parents they have, definitely that gene will be activated and it will cause the same problem which you have. That's right. While if you change the lifestyle properly, that that will not be expressed in your system. And that's an important thing, isn't it? Because, you know, as we talk about the genetics, but it's like little switches and they can be switched on and switched off. That's it. By what, by what we eat. So it's just amazing. I think it was Dr. Deal who said uh, the gene is like a loaded gun. Somebody has to pull the trigger. Lifestyle pulls the trigger. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was what he said. I remember that. And, and it's true. It's, it's true. true. And you know how, how the food is working now? You know, these micronutrients which we need to have, they are acting on the nucleus. And, they, and the, our nucleus is doing a certain protein, which is called NRF2. And it's going, and it's going this, it's triggering a 400 genes of repair or you can do in the same way another substances which will create on uh, or which will trigger on nucleus 400 genes of causing inflammation oh, in your goodness. body so it is working not as a simplistic is mm. in one line it's working as a whole yeah genes of repair that's a lovely so thing to know about yeah, isn't it food is medicine and we, we have know to now feed, uh, exercise yeah. is medicine yes sunlight is definitely medicine mm. Water is medicine because water activated genes. If you eat too much salt in the case of high blood pressure, there are a lot of genes which are activating but excess salt. As you stop your excess salt, that genes will be turned off again. They will That's be right. dormant. So it will not cause. So everything in, in the body is acting on genes. And, and it's, it's influenced by how we live. I remember the um, U.S. Surgeon General, he talked about um, lifestyle as um, whether we, um, what we eat and drink, whether we smoke and exercise, and, and the last one actually, I was surprised actually, the last one was how we love. Yeah. Very interesting, and our relationships are very important yeah. too. And, and if I may say this, and I say it genuinely, I've heard um, from one of your patients your manner and your caring concern and your, um, you know, your compassion has been a big part in helping them on their journey to change their lifestyle, which is a big thing to do. And so I think that that's a beautiful thing to Mm. find in in any uh, medical practitioner, someone who you can tell genuinely cares about you and is there to support you through this change and cares you know about your outcomes so love is a healer just, yes and if yeah. we go deep we understand exactly how that's right because if you don't have love you have anxiety and fear that's which right. is triggering yeah. all the cortisol uh, cortisol problem in the body and is doing mm. anxiety and fear and stress and yeah. every cell in your body will feel when your cortisol level is high yeah. well mm. the love when you have it there it's settling, everything is settling in the body. The body is supposed to work properly. It's actually stress management. Yeah, and God is love. That's that's his definition, he he is love. And also I read somewhere, it was beautiful, the creative energy that brought the worlds into existence is in his word, in the Bible. Mm. And when we read it, his very life becomes part of us, that 
mm. that essence of love. So it's a beautiful thing. And, and I would really encourage you, if you haven't added this to your um, your list of lifestyle things, to actually connect with the one who created you. It's, a, it's an incredibly health-giving thing. And it even says, I am the Lord who heals you. So it's a very important element to actually include our Creator as part of our lives, as part of our thinking and, mm. and gratitude to Him because that plays a huge role in the healing. It is. It, yeah, you have somebody to trust. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to rely on yourself. You have somebody yeah. who know is in absolute control of everything mm. what happened instead of stressing what will be tomorrow. That's you right. leave your burden there. That's right. Beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a three-dimensional. Our health is, you know, is the physical the emotional and the spiritual. Yeah. It's all formed together. There's been more than 1,200 studies in the last 100 years on the relationship between spirituality and health. And one, um, one person who, um, yeah, just, just, a, just an amazing thing. But we need to actually close here now. And I just want to close by saying that health is very precious. And so I would really encourage you to think of one thing that you can do today to help you to live life to the full and be sure to tune in to our future programs to discover how to prevent and reverse other diseases. You can watch our programs on demand at 3abnaustralia.org.au. Just click on the watch button and may God bless you and bless your efforts. You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Television.